Father God, we come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. We always acknowledge your presence is there. You watch us over us. Your ears are attentive to our cry. But now is the time for us to hear from you. Lord, give us attentive ears to hear your word. Give us a heart to receive your word as you want us to be. Let your word come to us, Lord, with all power and authority, with all grace. Let your word has its purpose in every one of our life. Your word is the power. Your word is the life. We live by your word. Let your word go deep down in our hearts and has its purpose. In Jesus' precious name, we offer this prayer. Amen. Please take your seat. Put our hands together for our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Greetings to you all once again in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is my privilege to stand before you to share God's word as God has put in my heart. It's not a very theological message. It's of course a simple study and it is a very basic as well. <clears throat> we know that we are all Christians. Hello? Don't be surprised. We are all Christians. We are all Christians. Yeah. You know what it means to be a Christian. If you say Amen, of course you must be knowing. I'm not going to ask each and every one. But what is the basic of a Christian? How we become a Christian? What is the basic? How did we become a Christian? What is the basic? What is the basic? Yeah, Jesus is the Savior. What is your part? Believing in Him. Right? What makes us together as you and me are Jesus and we? Yes, love. Very good. Then? Obedience. Fellowship. Submission. How did we be saved? How God saved us? By His grace. Amen? By His grace. Grace is a very, very common word and each and every one of us throughout our life keep on mentioning what is grace means to. So grace, so whatever it is, we receive it. It is by His grace. It is by His grace. How are you? By His grace I am okay. Is it not one? Is it not right? Am I right? Yes. 
Everything is by His grace. If it is not by His grace, we won't be sitting here. If you agree, say Amen. Amen. So it is God's grace we are all here in this morning. Amen? Amen. Right. And also, as you have mentioned, it is love. It is God's love made us to accept Him or to believe Him or to have faith in Him that made the transition that we become His children. So in this case, you can remember since when you became a Christian. For everything, there is a year and there is a period. For everything we are expecting. So the, uh, I will come back to that. So in that case, there is always a growth. For everything, the projection. Everything is based on the past or from present. Everything, there is a projection. What is the growth? Even from the physical, secular, financial, families, and everything we are expecting. So at the same time, as we have started our spiritual journey with the Lord, by His grace, is there any time you just thought of how much grace God has shown to you. Is there any difference between us where this person has, has more grace or this person has less grace? Is there anything like that? Grace is grace. But the Bible says we should grow in grace. How do you know that? How much we are? There is a scripture. Let us all turn to Second Peter Chapter One. So our meditation today is only from this portion, from 1 to 11. Keep open your Bible. So I titled this message, Guidance for Growing Christian. Guidance for Growing Christian. This is the second epistle or Peter is certainly an emotional letter. Why I say this? See, first of all, see the address about him. From where to who? Who is writing? First verse, Simon Peter, a born servant and apostle of Jesus Christ. To whom he is writing? To those who have obtained like precious faith. 
See, all of us, we have faith. Here, he mentioned about to those who obtain like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Is it you? Hello? Is it you? Yes. He is writing to us. And he also greets us as we greet people. What is our greeting mostly? What is our greeting? Praise the Lord. Then, good morning, good evening, good night, all these things are there apart from praise the Lord. See the, see the greeting here. Grace, verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Hello? Grace and peace. Everyone likes grace. We are all here by grace. Everyone live in peace. And always I challenge from this pulpit that peace is the sign of your Christian. Hello? Peace is a sign of your Christian. Christians should live in peace. Why? Bible says, the wicked will not have peace. We are God's children. God promised we should live in peace. It is His promise. Amen? We are all very much fond of promises. We hold on to these promises. How many of us desire or longing to have more peace in our life, more grace, the grace in our life? See the blessings and the promise or the it greeting. The greeting of Saint Peter is peace and Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. So, you just think of, when did you save? When did you heard about your, uh, by grace you are saved? When did you receive the peace? And what is the amount of peace what is the amount of grace you are experiencing? Is there any way, any form, you can say that I am growing in peace. I was not like as I was before. It is not as you are in the world. Once you accepted Christ, till today, is there any changes in you? Now, the message is, there is a guidance in this letter for a growing Christian. Are you a growing Christian? Are you a growing Christian? If you are a growing Christian, the message is for you. You are not accepting. <laughs> when, you, when I say that, you are, say amen to that, you are with me. If you don't say, you are not with me. That's what my understanding. Anyhow, let's go on. 
So here, why Peter has to write this? It is written, one number one, is as an introduction. Written with the awareness that his death was imminent. Second Peter 1.14 says, why he is writing? Knowing that shortly I must put off my tent just as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. So he was thinking that that is his end days. That's why he is greeting us and wanting us to grow in him. Secondly, Second Peter 2, 1 and 2, what he says, it is a warning that false teachers would seek to lead them astray. And we hope that they would be mindful of the commandments given to them by the apostle of Jesus Christ. That is, chapter 3, 1 and 2 says. So the final command this aged apostle leaves his readers is to change to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The verse three, chapter 3.18 confirms that. So what does it mean to grow in the knowledge of Jesus Christ? So that's what we are going to. And what it means to grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, or we can rephrase it like as a growing Christian. So there are a development of eight graces are here. So what do you see? Please open your Bible and pay attention to verse 5 to 7. Verses from 5 to 7. I will read it for you. The fruitful growth in the faith. That is the title. Here it gives. It states like that. But also, for this very reason, giving all diligence, add, underline that, Add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. So here, what we understand, this is the very, very common passage. We heard many messages from this portion. But here, the eight graces are mentioned. What are they? Number one, what is the first? What is the first? Faith. Hello? You, you, you have open Bible, is it? Yeah. What is the first one? Faith. What is the last one? Love. As we started with, we say how we are Christian. 
because we have faith in Christ it is by his grace we are saved someone has said yes it is love these are all the virtues let us see what is faith faith is conviction and a strong assurance faith is means conviction and a strong assurance virtue is a moral excellence or goodness knowledge is a correct insight self control means a self disciplined life perseverance is bearing up under trial godliness is godly character out of devotion to god brotherly kindness is love toward brethren love is active goodwill toward others see here it is carefully if you read it and even 218 says it must abound or grow in these eight graces that's what he is greeting then only it can be said that we are growing in the knowledge of jesus christ it is more than simply increasing our intellectual knowledge of jesus christ everyone has the knowledge always i used to say knowing christ or making known christ is yes easy but following christ is not very much easy so in the same way it is not the knowledge alone but it is more much more than this such a knowledge as a place but it is just one of the grace necessary but peter is talking about growing in the fuller and the personal knowledge of jesus christ this comes by developing a christ like attributes listed in this passage christ like attribute all these eight are the attributes of jesus christ so the more we grow in these graces the more we really know jesus for his perfect image of these graces that it involves more than intellectual knowledge is also evident from the greek word used for this knowledge such knowledge comes only as we demonstrate these christ like graces in our life faith virtue knowledge self control perseverance godliness brotherly kindness and love in this when you look at it very carefully one thing is very common that is number 2 in conjunction with each other here notice the word add i said underline that verse 5 
but also for this very reason giving all diligence add to your faith everything has to be added 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 nothing can be separate it is a bunch so the add is the conjunction also this very reason giving a diligence to your faith the virtue the virtue knowledge before each grace mention the word is implied and also notice to or with the nlt version says with the king james version says to so in that case to elicit this point to knowledge add self control to the grace of self control enables one to apply properly the knowledge one has to self control add perseverance self control is in turn needs to quality of perseverance to consistent day to day therefore each grace is necessary they must be developed in the conjunction with one another each other we cannot be selective and just pick the ones we like and leave the others behind no all these eight are linked together added together and with the conjunction and also to or with so it is all together so we are all expected that is the the peter's expectation and the and the admonition to christians as a believers we should grow in this grace these are all part of this are all a package this is grace in this we have to grow in our day to day life when you think of the past years okay i am a 30 years believers what is the growth in us when you expect every word in every aspects of your life there should be a growth there should be a growth or increase how much you have concern or thought about or pay attention or take an initiative for your spiritual growth that's the message and also it is not only that thirdly we what the bible says here verse 5 with giving all diligence we should be very careful about it it is not a casual diligence with all diligence see the the the, the, the same verse in uh, nlt says in view of all this make every effort to respond to god's promises every effort has to be taken have you ever thought about or meditate this portion all these words in your life how much more you are careful about 
or diligence to seek to have this grace in you yes everything is by grace by grace by grace and how much what amount of grace you have and what is the evident or a fruit so here notice the repeated use of the word diligence in 15 and also 10 also says therefore brethren be even more diligent to make your call and election even more diligence it is not just diligent itself a big word more effort has to be taken more careful and it is more diligence how many of you thought about this or meditate about this part of the message or the scripture okay anyhow one five says uh, 110 also i said be even more diligent to make your call and election it means earnestness zeal sometimes with haste to grow in the knowledge of jesus requires much effort we do not accidentally or naturally develop these graces if we are not careful we may be like the teacher the fall in the following illustration as i mentioned so there is an illustration mentioned in the book there is a teacher working in a school for about 25 years and there is a vacancy created and it came to announce and uh, the experienced people for a better promotion or a high grade though this teacher applied for that since she is working for 25 years in that institution and she applied for that and how sometimes it happens so here the principal responded when she uh, yeah before she went somebody was appointed over there and who has worked in that place for just a year so when this teacher went and approached the principal why it is i'm here working for 25 years the principal responded i am sorry but you haven't had 25 years of experience as you claim you have had only one years experience for 25 times hope you got it 25 so one year experience you live with 25 years that means there is no increase during the whole time the teacher had not improved if that is our case you just think about it how much how far how long we were living in the same position and when we talk about god's grace god's grace with that only just we are passing our years 
what is the new thing what is the higher level of so think about this all characteristic of jesus christ the quality the virtues all eight we have to add check all this how many of this or of course i am not supposed how many this whole thing it is a character of jesus christ okay in that case one more thing when you say about the maturity maturity of your christian even take it in the worldly terms also how much how much bible study we will have what is the limit theology whatever the theology if you go to theology if you don't go to theology also what is the level what is the highest level of your knowledge in worldly terms how much is there any 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 the ceiling is there until when until when how much you can study how much you can increase your qualification in the secular world and also in the spiritual world forget about the secular secular you can put uh, more than your names all the alphabets but in the spiritual life how much more how much what is the ceiling what is the ceiling how much you can study 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 and uh, study the word and uh, grow in the lord how much how long huh until until we reach we reach the same quality of jesus christ he is the model he is set before us keep jesus before us you try and make all the effort diligence to make to become like christian that is a christian mindset that's why he said simply you follow me it is not your physical walk but the way he lived on this earth we have to follow hello is it not for you we are followers of jesus christ all of us are very much happy that we are children of god everybody are you very true that is a basic so children cannot be children forever do you like your children to be children all the time huh you want your children to grow right the same way our father in heaven he expects all his children to grow grow in the lord grow in his word grow in the world to make him make him to make him known to this world and more than that god wants and expects us to reflect christ to this world more than you are teaching more than you are preaching by your fruit by your word by your deeds god wants you to make the world to know him hello our words makes the difference our love in action makes the difference the people should know you are a christian 
is that any time in your life anybody called you and asked you are you a christian not by your name because you have a christian name by your works people should identify understand that you are a christian hello is it not you so these are all the levels we grow so the maturity of a spiritual maturity when the the peter is writing you are to grow in this grace you are to grow in grace and peace and that means the the the, the extreme the last that is number one is until you become like christ otherwise what is another end what is the another end what is our hope what is our hope huh eternity amen hello amen eternity is our destination for which we are all sitting here with that great hope amen so to have that's what the, the, the whole passage is it is like that anyway let's move on because of the time okay there are reasons to grow in the knowledge of jesus christ number one grace and peace are multiplied grace and peace are multiplied yes so what is the scripture it says here grace and peace are common forms of gathering uh, greeting in the new testament all the letters are with the grace and peace grace is a greeting which requires god's unmerited favor upon the person addressed peace is a greeting requesting the natural result of god's favor that's what first peter 1 2 says grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of god and the lord jesus christ not that there is two blessings <clears throat> multiplied in the knowledge of jesus christ matthew 5:45 also shows that because he showered blessings upon evil and the righteous person because good and bad but the 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 the, the the lord is the one which is all we are differ from them that that is uh, explained in that portion you can read it even evasion 13 also shows that but only in christ can one enjoy the fullness of god's favor and peace so if you desire god's grace and peace be multiplied in your life it is through the knowledge of jesus christ that is as you become more like him we should become more like him so in that case you can imagine about how much you are becoming like him so far none of us can say that i am already attain the level of jesus christ no no one on this earth but the bible exhorts us we should all diligence seek to have the knowledge of jesus christ to become like him secondly 
all things pertaining to life and godliness provided verse 3 says the same chapter when you look at it see here kjv says as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue in analysis says by his divine power god has given us everything we need for living a godly life god has given everything we need to live a godly life what else we need it how many of us noted noticed it the bible is not the the bible is true never changes amen what the bible says heavens and the earth shall pass away but my word but my word never pass away the word of god stands forever it never old never passed but the word is the word forever always i used to pray and say that what is the power how do you know the power of the word of god how do you how do you know the word has the power how do you know how do you know <laughs> even by his very creation god spoke the existing that much power how god created the world heavens and the earth he just spoke that word is given to us as a promise what you are doing with the promise just put it inside the bible and cover it up of course the whole bible is a promise how much how often we use god's word it makes difference in your life amen amen yeah so we note that god provides all things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him life in this context refers to our spiritual life and well-being godliness refers to grow in this knowledge do we enjoy the true the full life available by god's divine power it's a question to you one four says and because of his glory and excellence he has given us yeah great and precious promises that was the the the, the peter raised uh, mentions here what he says and because of his open your bible and see because of his glory and excellence he has given us great and precious promises his promises are great as well as precious amen yeah. i'm not going deep in that but in this verse 4 there are many things you have to notice the first one says it includes exceedingly great and precious promise 
And second part says, enables us to be a partaker or share with the divine nature. The last portion says, which can be free us from the corruption that is the world, world through lust. Last portion of verse 4. What did he say? Verse 4. The last portion. Having escaped. NKJV. Escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So these are all the promises. You can escape from the lust of the world. So that is how the promises are. Thirdly, the spiritual myopia and amnesia. That is short signed. Once I mentioned the word, the message, spiritual blindness. Short-sightedness or the blindness. Verse 9, 1 Peter verse 1, 9, 9 says, but those who fail to develop this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So if you are forgotten about your salvation, your sins are forgiven, and since you are taken, everything is casual, and once you are saved, and you are just walking in as a Christian, and there is no other steps you are taken, or initiative to taken for the maturity or the growth, you are short-sighted, or sometimes you may become blind. The world will make you blind. So what is the ultimate objective of being a Christian? It is not to become, it is to become like Christ. Romans 8, 29 says, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. As we have seen this, is what is really means to grow in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Failure to grow. So in verse 9 says, if you do not, if you fail, what will happen? And verse 10 says, if you do it, what will happen? So just pay attention to God's word. So sins, our sins are forgiven, but also to become what he wants us to be, like his son, Unless we want to be guilty of forgetfulness and short-sightedness, we need to grow in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We'll go to fastly. Four, we will never stumble. Verse 10 says, So dear brothers, look at your Bible. So dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you really are among those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Hello? If you do these things, you will never fall away. If you do not do, you will be short-sighted and become blind. If you do, you will never fall. You will never fall. Amen? So here Peter says that, do these things, you will never stumble. Let's move on to the last, the five one. An abundant entrance 
into the everlasting kingdom that is the last so verse 11 says then god will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our lord and savior jesus christ kjv says for so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly to the everlasting kingdom of the lord and savior jesus christ amen amen, amen. so that is why where we started we started with love and faith but in this list started with faith in this virtues what is the first comes faith added virtue what is the last one in this love is a active goodwill towards so if you have this and what is the entry we will become like christ that is the expectation you will have the assurance of enter having the everlasting life the eternal kingdom we are not of this kingdom this world how many of you believe that how many of you believe that we are belongs to kingdom of god we are kingdom people we are belongs to him as a concluding word you can read it first timothy 4 6 to 8 you take it to your home you can read it first timothy chapter 4 6 to 8 as a conclusion all these are not sufficient reasons to grow the knowledge of jesus christ yes they are but uh, through such knowledge grace and peace are multiplied all things pertaining to life and godliness are provided spiritual myopia and uh, amnesia are avoided we will never stumble and abundant entrance into everlasting kingdom will be ours i trust you will agree that a careful study of these eight graces which leads to developing your christ like character is worth of the effort as a growing christian we are all growing christian hello we are all growing christian we are all chosen and called for it and bible this portion says be sure be diligent of your calling and of your election let that be your portion jesus name you pray hallelujah let's turn our bibles to ephesians 1 ephesians 1 verse 7 in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace let's rise up you have tasted of the riches of his grace once again god has reminded us that we have been cleansed from our sins we are not a people who have forgotten that we have been cleansed from our sins so 
let us take grace to grow in grace just as we have tasted of the riches of his grace once again as god has challenged us today to grow in grace and so an entrance will be supplied to us father give us grace once again to make our call and election sure as you have reminded us that we have been cleansed from our sins amen father help us lord god today thank you for reminding us once again that we are precious in your sight that you have cleansed us you have shown us the riches of your grace help us lord to grow in grace day by day o lord god and to make our call and election sure your blood has secured us help us to grow o lord god to secure souls unto your kingdom to be diligent to make this call and election sure so that our hands will be rich towards you concerning the souls that you give us in the name of jesus we thank you blessed father once again for a time such as this that you have given us father we bless your holy name thank you for your servants that you have used to minister to us today oh lord god i pray that the rich blessings of this gathering will be upon them in the name of jesus christ we bless your holy name in jesus mighty name we have prayed in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen before we close okay before we share the grace please make sure you exit through this side my right side your left but there is a fellowship happening on the other side also yes we can fellowship this side also remember if you are not going to be parking your cars properly there is a fine within the compound rop is marking and putting fines so let's let's be careful to park our cars in order when we come amen let's share the grace and now may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit be with us now and forevermore amen and surely god's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the lord all the days of our lives a forever and ever amen